On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Ryan Rock from Fatboy Surf Club. This was an awesome conversation, a bit of an earlier stage company. We talked about, uh, you know, when they made that move from, you know, apartment to warehouse, um, how they are getting an incredible return on ad spend uh, this year uh, on Facebook and Instagram and the kinds of things that they're actually doing to get that. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post-iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5 a.m. to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform, built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I'm joined by Ryan Rock from Fatboy Surf Club. Ryan, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you. Happy to be here. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Guys, this is uh, I'm really looking forward to this this interview. This is going to be a bit of a different one than than, you know, previous ones that we have done in the past where, you know, we're talking to brands who, you know, have kind of made it over that mountain, right? They're, you know, 10 to 100 million. They're kind of in that 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 phase. Today, we're going to be talking about building in the trenches right now. Ryan just moved into their first warehouse. Uh, they're really scaling. I absolutely love uh, the story and uh, love the mission of this company. Um, so Ryan, for people who know absolutely nothing about you or about Fat Boy Surf Club, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, we are a uh, e-commerce apparel company based in Los Angeles. Uh, we are basically putting the fun back into life and surfing, right? There's a lot of uh, uh, this kind of attitude of, of competition and everything. Like we're just trying to be the average guys. We're here to have a good time. And uh, a portion of all of our proceeds kind of benefit the Save the Manatee Foundation and cool. uh, other ocean conservation uh, um, organizations as well. So that's kind of where we've built our mission and, and we've kind of taken off from there. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Where did the idea come from? Like where, you know, what were you thinking when it, when it came to this? I'm imagining you probably weren't, you know, growing up dreaming of starting an apparel brand. Where, where did that come from? 
Right. So, I mean, to your point there, it was kind of a COVID project, almost a COVID joke that took off way farther than we ever thought it could. Uh, back in those times, uh, with all the beaches being closed, the only time that you could uh, actually get onto the beach was if you were being active. So one of those activities that everyone was trying to learn how to do was surfing. So um, just a rag. I did not know that. That was a, that was a California thing that yeah, you weren't allowed so- on the beaches? You could not sunbathe or anything. It was just unless you were running, walking, surfing, you couldn't go on the beach. No way. You're getting a COVID. So oh, great contacts. Thank you. Right. So naturally, everyone uh, was trying to learn how to surf. And, uh, you know, so I had I had buddies borrowing all my old stuff. And, you know, someone made the joke of Fatboy Surf Club as as it was just a bunch of guys out there. The jokes continued over breakfast burritos later and over beers later after that and made a first couple shirts. And it just kind of snowballed from there. So. Um, I think we didn't realize how much uh, manatees resonate with people. The sea cow, that's kind of why we picked it as our logo. I love and, it. Uh, I and, love uh, the, fa- the Fat Boy Surf Club with a manatee. It's like, exactly. it's perfect. You couldn't have picked a better animal to help protect. Exactly. And I, who knew that, uh, you know, it's uh, people love the manatees. So they wanted to help support. It's been great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. So when did you know that you had traction? When was that moment that you're like, oh, this could be something. Yeah. So uh, it really wasn't until – so really we just made the shirts, right? It was going to be a, a uh, almost like a club thing. We'll, like, we'll, we'll buy shirts. We'll wear them out to the bars and stuff, and that will be our thing. And then um, you know, friends of friends started buying it. And what really helped us is we didn't uh, go with like let's call it your $2 Gildan shirts right off the bat. Like we yes. spent money on actual good quality items. So – People bought because they either thought it was funny or they wanted to support us. And then they were like, this is my favorite shirt and came back for more and more. So we were just kind of doing Instagram for a while, uh, started the free trial on Shopify. Um, But it wasn't until we really started taking like, you know, uh, uh, reviews from people, like having that on our site and everything. And um, when it was starting to get orders from like Florida and New York and people that we had never had, had, had no contact with us. But we're reviewing and saying, I love the mission. I love what you guys are doing. Like, want to be part of it. That's kind of where we realized, like, oh, we might actually have something here. And yeah. uh, what we started doing right from the beginning is, doesn't matter if we knew you or didn't know you. If you bought something, tagged us on Instagram, we reposted you. And that's kind of built this organic, loyal following of, like, people buy our stuff. But it's not only that they're buying it, they're wearing it with pride and, like, tagging us. And then that kind of... People were reaching out to them, asking where they got it. And that's really where it started to snowball. So it wasn't until really like we had random people saying we love the mission and we love what you guys are doing that we realized like, oh, I didn't realize that this was something that would actually resonate. with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's super, super cool. So what was that transition like? Because I, I feel like a lot of people, you know, anybody who's listening to this, you know, is a little bit farther on generally in their in their e-com journey. But we all remember those moments of like being like, OK, when's it time? time yeah. to leave the nest, right? When's it time to get out of the house, stop fulfilling, stop, st- our, our place stopping being the warehouse and actually move into a warehouse? How did you make that decision? Well, one, it was, uh, I was tired of my apartment just being overrun with boxes and everything. But really, uh, it, it wasn't until we actually made the mistake of trying to do that too early. Uh, mm. we, hired, we hired a marketing team and uh when we, we, we knew we had people purchasing and we were like, it was before uh, uh, 
Black Friday last year and we were like, let's go all in. And we hired a marketing team. We had, I think, too high of a retainer and we were just like, put the pedal to the metal on on uh, marketing budget. And it was working. Um, the uh, the We were hitting record numbers in sales every month, everything like that. But what we were getting blinded by that because then we look at the uh, uh, the back end and what we were spending is we didn't have the margins and we we didn't have the really understanding of our inventory to go all in and we had mm. to really pause the marketing because all of a sudden we looked up it's like we're having record record sales and everything and all of a sudden you look down and you're we're in the hole so we had to pause the marketing and everything and learn how to scale sustainably and mm. really rely on like um, these like pre-sales and everything to really get a better understanding of, of what sizes we needed, what shirts people wanted and, and totally. doing all what that. the demand actually is exactly. going to be. Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of where um, we started to, to finally realize like, you know what, now we're, we're getting it where it's a slowly sustainable uh, uh, build here where now we have money in the bank now where um, it just became a situation where if we're in a warehouse, I can get all the we can get all the orders fulfilled and everything faster. It's it's a better customer experience. It got to a point yeah. where that's kind of when we decided let's take the leap, move to the warehouse, um, and go all in in more of like a mental way versus a, a, a cash way, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 totally. And I feel like a lot of people who are listening to this are like, oh, man, we have so been there. Um, how are you now keeping a pulse on on your spending? How, how, how are you making sure that you don't run into those same problems that you did last Black Friday? Right. So what we're doing now is uh, we have our ads, uh, our ads team who um, we're getting great return on investment on it, which is which is awesome. So naturally, yeah. they're like, let's turn this up. Let's go to 11. And we're basically doing it as, all right, at the end of the month, if we are at, say, five times uh, return on investment, let's kick that up. And um, and how are you, Ryan, how are you measuring that? Are you, is that an MER? Like, are you looking at your marketing efficiency ratio? Are you looking at on-platform numbers? What what are you looking right. at exactly? So right now, all we're really doing is Instagram and Facebook ads. So just the return on ad spend that we're doing on there right now is is been awesome for us. Uh, we're hitting like five times return on ad spend. Um, and awesome. what we're doing is it's okay. We now know we have our core group of, of products that we're always going to have in stock. And now that we are growing, yeah. we have that opportunity to purchase it more, which obviously brings down the, the cost, which helps with our, our profit margin and everything like that. But what we're doing is, um, it's it's more of a hey if we're hitting that five time return on ad spend we will up it the next month by ten percent twenty percent and we're kind of looking at it a way of we want to have let's say we want our goal to be a hundred k two hundred k the next month we kind of now have a calculation where we know how much we have to spend on our ads to be able to get there so before that it was more of just hey people are liking our stuff let's spend money on ads now that we have a We've been doing this for a, a few months now with good results. We now know the calculation where, hey, we're going to put in, call it 50 bucks on this. We'll get five times back, that kind of thing, basically. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now. Back to today's episode. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. That's great. So you're really keeping track of like what is, you know, the the money in and the money out. Let's talk about what is working specifically on Facebook and Instagram because I think a lot of people are hearing, oh, five return on ad spend. That's yeah. absolutely incredible. What's working? What What's the team doing there that's different than a lot of other people are doing right now? So I, I don't think it's really anything that's too different. I think the biggest thing for us is, and, and I think we spoke about this earlier, but this the power of like the word club is really what it is. Like we, we've built this like community, right. Of, of organic followers and everything like that. But people see the word club and they want to be part of it. They want to join. So what we've been really uh, putting into our ads is that sense of community, but also really playing up the, Hey, these shirts will go back to helping the manatees. And that's been yeah. huge for us. People, like I said, had no idea how much people love the manatees. So that's kind of what it is, is, is our, our ads are focused on um, our cause and kind of that sense of community and pride that you'll have by joining in on the club versus just buying a shirt from somewhere, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you make people actually feel a part of the club? Like how do you, you know, make community a, a reality? Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's a couple things. The first one being with our customer service and uh, kind of almost like marketing our small business approach, right? We are a small company. There's only three of us that, that do all of this. So um, when you email in or have any customer service complaints, it's probably me that's answering. So it's kind of yeah. that like you are part of our team. And there's a lot of people that have built, like watched us kind of grow from being in an apartment to now in a warehouse. So it's it, the people that have bought early, we like to do a lot of loyalty sales and, and uh, um, kind of, like I said, the push for user-generated content and, and being able to post them and repost all of the people that have, that have bought our stuff and wear our stuff. Um, yeah. So now people have that idea when they, when they buy a shirt, there's emails that are set up to basically say, hey, once you get this, be sure to tag us in all your photos and everything. And we'll repost you so that they feel like they are part of this fat boy surf club versus like, Hey, I bought a shirt from uh, some larger company and, and I got the, the, uh, the tracking number and that's pretty much it kind of thing. Totally. Totally. It's just like way more transactional, right? Like, exactly. like with, with a lot of companies, it's just a transaction. Hey, I'm just trying to sell you this thing. So come on yeah. in. I'm just trying to sell this to you. Yeah. And with us, what we're trying to do is, is like I said, you are just as much a part of this company as we are because up until a year ago, we didn't know, like it was just a club really. So now like it's, it's becoming, it's a real um, LLC now that we, <laughs> we have people joining in and, and we want them to feel like they're part of it. And I, I think that's what was cool to see and, and very unique to, to, to find out was that our customers want to see us in that, like they want to see the content of us, going from an apartment to a warehouse and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, they want yeah of course they do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what's next? Where do you guys go from here? How do you scale now? You know, now that you've found the product market fit, you know, you've got the warehouse. How do you scale from here? What yeah, does that look so like? I think the biggest thing is uh, it's, we have the core products that we know that we're going to always have in stock. And that will be for all of our ads to uh, outreach to new customers, right? But we got to keep bringing in um, more uh, uh, new products that are that will continue having our, our customers come back and everything like that. So um, it's a combo of, of continuing to 
just stay authentic to what we've been doing already um, to make sure that like the stuff that we're putting out is stuff that we like and, and our customers will like. Um, but then also like, you know, continue doing like the fun aspects that we do. Like we will put up, uh, uh, we'll continue to adopt more manatees as people buy more shirts and people like seeing that, um, would love to kind of continue, uh, uh, you know, finding new manufacturers to, uh, make sure those margins are, are larger without sacrificing any of the quality so that we can, uh, continue to scale. And once we continue to scale, would love to get into kind of like more of what our core values are, right? Like we are the, um, for your average guy, like, or your average guy or girl, anyone can be a fat boy. It's a mindset. Like would love to start hosting like, Hey, fat boy, surf club, surf meetups and like t- know how to surf, like get into that aspect a little bit more. Um, cause the apparel's great and everything. Um, but at the end of the day, like we want to be able to also bring that beach culture and that surfing vibe, uh, uh to everyone. So, um, I think as we continue to scale, you will see a lot more events, um, a lot more like meetups really tie it, hone into that community aspect. But like I said, the biggest thing for us is just to continue with being ourselves and, and with that authenticity, cause that's, what's gotten us here so far. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that, Ryan. I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast, what is your secret to scaling? So I think with us, it's what I touched on before. And it's that sustainable scaling. Like everyone, when we wanted to scale, we got blinded by the record months and everything like that. It's making sure that you have all of your ducks in a row so that you're ready to scale. Like you have to have your inventory ready, your products have to be at the margins, everything like that. So being able to scale sustainably is kind of our secret versus pedal to the metal, if that makes sense. Totally, totally. And that's the name of the game in, in you know, 2022 and 2023, right? Is like, do not get, you know, beyond your skis, right? Like, it's really, really important to make sure you have cash in the bank because cash is very difficult um, to obtain in in this time. I mean, right. For, for for most people, <laughs> I've been doing raise, raising for a while now. And uh, it just, unless you have an incredible network, yeah. it's very difficult. Exactly. So, and that's one thing yeah. we did not have. Like we just bought 25 shirts that have been snowballing into what we have now. So uh, definitely the cash in the bank is something that <laughs> we're looking to also uh, uh, move forward as we scale as well. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, awesome interview. I got three more questions left for you. Sure. I hope that you're ready. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Uh, first question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Yeah, so I think our our favorite one is this pre-sale manager that we have on, on our Shopify uh, store. Uh, as Being cool. a smaller brand um, and just moving to the warehouse, like we are limited on space and like we said, limited on the cash that we have to buy inventory. But at the same time, we don't want to limit people from purchasing our stuff. And we really market that we are a smaller brand so that our customers understand it's not going to be an Amazon Prime two-day delivery. So uh, being able to still offer our products when we're sold out so that we can continue to have cash on hand, but also not lose out on sales is, I think, our, our, our best tool right now. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. Um, pre-sale is, especially in apparel, is just absolutely vital to flipping that cash script, right? Where, where you know, you're not outputting all the cash first. You're actually getting the cash first, right? right. Um, it's, it's just, it's such a good way, especially once you've built a brand that people love. Second question yeah. for you, Ryan, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? 
So I think the best one, uh, I love this, The Greatest Salesman. Um, it's I came from a sales background. And what it kind of teaches you is that you're to treat people with respect and and kind of like uh, honesty versus being the sleazy salesman. And I think that mm. speaks to like the authenticity where it's like at the end of the day, our customers are going to come back for and uh, more and more if they have a good experience with our brand. So with customer service and anything, if there's any issues, like we replace it, no questions asked kind of thing um, yeah. versus being like, hey, you bought it. Sorry, out of luck, like cutting out the sleazy part and being uh, honest and treating people with respect and all that it keeps them coming back and makes a lifelong customer. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's great. Uh, last question for you. Uh, this is a new one. This is a new question I've been asking recently. Um, I hope that you're ready for this one, Ryan. Okay. So you've got a year to live. What what changes? Oof. Uh, I think for us, I, I think for me, it's unique because I am still uh, uh, employed by my employer. So I am doing uh, uh, both not only the fat boy stuff, but also working full time as well. So in a perfect world, in a year from now, we are doing full fat boy. We are scaling and uh, uh, you know traveling around and and sell and and opening up stores and everything like that. So I think for me, it's 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 going full time on Fat Boy Surf Club and, and getting out of the uh, the nine to five, if you will. Okay, that'd be the change. Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. That's great, Ryan. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, where can people connect with you and then also connect with Fat Boy Surf Club? Yeah, so uh, Fatboy Surf Club, it's fatboysurfclub.com. Uh, our Instagrams are most popular. It's at Fatboy Surf Club. Uh, for me, I am on LinkedIn. Um, also, Ryan at Fatboy Surf Club for emails and everything like that. And we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be the ones responding if there's any uh, for customer service and everything. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely love that. Well, thank you again so much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.